Let Lita take you on a journey of faith, life, travel, and interior design. Take your life out of the status quo. Status Life with Lita is brought to you by Status Home Design and the Shops at Status and by the Law Office of Derek M. Hayes at 404-777-HURTS. Hello again, everyone, and welcome to Status Life with Lita on Business Radio X. We are broadcasting live from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studio in the Sinesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel. Lita has over 20 years working as an interior designer. She's now a full-fledged lifestyle expert, podcaster, and blogger. Status Life with Lita will take you on a journey of faith, life, travel, and interior design. Lita's mission is to bring you her knowledge and fun teaching ability to help each of us design a life we love. My name is Derek Hayes. I'm the host of the show, and it's my pleasure to introduce the star of the show, Miss Lita Brooks. Good afternoon, Lita. Hi, good afternoon. How are we doing? We're good. Well, good. Tell me about everything in the world of status. Oh, my goodness. So I feel like my go to answer for that is everybody asks me this. How are you? Right. That's just one of those pleasantries. And I'm good, but I'm busy. I'm good, but I'm busy. Is that a negative? Like I I almost feel like I should change my verbiage a little bit. But that's truly my honest answer. I'm good, but I'm busy. We are doing life together. Yes, you're always busy. I'm always busy. But always busy. I know. But that kind of is both of us. And uh, with you, status has so many things going on all the time, which is great. It's terrific. It's a blessing. You trying to make this about you? No. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. No. So all about status. Right. We have multiple businesses that fall under my status envelope. Uh, We are here taping this podcast, which is Status Life with Lita. We talk about everything under the sun, lifestyle. We can talk about design trends. I've talked about home staging. I've talked about how to find your style. Uh, That's a little bit more career based. We're currently doing a series about blending a family that has turned into a series because I thought this was going to be one show, right? Relevant to, but we can't. There's so much information and that's wonderful. We've got questions from listeners today and just a ton of information. Um, uh, health, fitness, weight loss, we've done all that. I mean, it's, it's wonderful. So I'm, I'm very excited. This is one of probably the most exciting uh, part of my status endeavors. Uh, but I have a 60 vendor mall outside of Atlanta, and that's called the Shops at Status. I recently opened my own home decor furniture store called Status Home Design, and we have an online marketplace called the Status Market and Design. So that has been on pause just for a couple of months. The actual physical house of the market was under construction and renovation, so we are getting ready to give that a brand new facelift and relaunch the online market here in the next week or so. Well, speaking of business, you got rocking and rolling there with that answer that was great it, but, but I, it just I gotta flows do a little business. out no, that's all that we're that's what I know, we're doing but i got to do a little business here before what we begin you, today's show a quick reminder that status life with lita is brought to you by status home design your one-stop shop for all your home and gift needs the status market your online shopping experience and the law office of derek m hayes injured in georgia make the right call to the law office of derek m hayes at 404-777-HERT i have one more uh-oh oh did I, I leave it out? Might, might, might open another store. That's what I was yes, hoping to do. Yes, I know. I have found a location. 
Uh, so what would this be, location number three? Because two of my locations are side by side. So yes. I sort of feel like that's one location all wrapped up, even though it's two separate well, business two models, two separate stores, uh, two separate suites in a shopping plaza. But I have found another store in a whole nother county in another city. And so we may... We may, I take a second look at it tomorrow morning, but we may open up another status home design. I'm not going to give away anything, but I will say it's an absolutely incredible oh, I home. It. I know. A home that's that's perfect for this business. But what you're saying home, and that's a house. not sort of. It, yes. It is very, very old, built in the 1800s, 1800s has right. been completely renovated, but it's large. It's I don't love when I go into businesses and they are these teeny tiny little houses. Like, have you ever been in a hair salon? Maybe not you, nah. Derek, but <laughs> Tiff, Tiffany's here with us today. Uh, but, you know, have you ever felt like that when you go into a space and it doesn't really feel like the space it should feel like? Maybe it's cramped. An, or, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's an insurance office or something and it's in an old house that they just happen to turn commercial. Mm-hmm. I don't love that. I remember when I was a kid, my dermatology office was in an old home, and it didn't feel right. My doctor was in an see, old home when I, I was know. a kid. I do remember that now. Yes. It's coming well, back. we both were in Snellville yep, together. That's right. We, we discovered that, so it's probably the same one. I bet. Um, but <laughs> this this is totally different. This truly has that old historic feel. It's large. It's close to four thousand square feet. There has been a shop in it beforehand, so it, it's it's really what I when I think of status and and my sort of what I love to do with status as a brand, my own personal style is taking old things and making them new again. That's really what this is all about, right? What's the status? Um, And that's what this feels like. It's taking an old home that's been remodeled and it's beautiful and doing the same things with the furnishings inside. Oh, the house is incredible. So we'll see. It's we'll absolutely see. gorgeous. Stay and it's a perfect location and, too. So yes. we'll talk more about that later. If, if but. we launch it. And here's my hesitation. And I'm going to say this because I do speak to a lot of entrepreneurs out there and I've got a lot on my plate. I can't even do all the businesses on my Instagram page. It just says status company CEO because there's so many. And now I'm about to launch another one. But you asked me, Derek, we were weighing out the pros and cons. That is my biggest con is adding a whole nother store. Like this is not, I don't take this lightly. I mean, this is, we're coming into summer. I have children. I already have two businesses. I just launched a store and we've got to relaunch the market. I mean, I have all these other things and that I'm doing. You I'm and I just really moved into a home in December or well, technically We're not January, even unpacked. And we're not completely unpacked. There's nothing exactly. unpacked. I mean, not there, you know, so adding a whole nother venture to my plate, that's a lot. And I almost would rather wait till fall, but the space is available. Well, the opportunity now is, it's, is it's now. Ideal. It's now or never. Yeah. So I either take it and we're about to get busy again. And not to 10, go too far in it, so. but there's also the pandemic tur- curveball with the ability to, to get merchandise. I know. We just had this. I know Tiffany's dying inside right now. So we just found out this is hot off the press. If you didn't mm-hmm. know, this is not a positive. So uh, let's just bring Tiffany into the show. Let's sure, just do sure. her introduction so everybody knows who we're talking well, to Tiffany here. Tiffany Savage, there's a. Round of applause in the studio here, a standing yeah. ovation, yeah. the wave. <laughs> there, there we go. There it is. Bring it in. That's called a subtle hint. He finally picked yeah. up. <laughs> um, Tiffany Savage is with us again today. And yeah, so I'm Tiffany so did our last show. This is part three, so welcome back to Thank the show. You. Tiffany is here. And uh, Tiffany comes, again, because the topic we're going to talk about is very relevant. She speaks to the topic of blending, unfortunately having gone through a divorce. 
uh, now, you know, find yourself as a single mom with mm-hmm. your daughter. So we're here to talk about on topic, but Tiffany works at Status. So Tiffany is one of my inside sales reps for uh, Status Home Design, but is also going to be stepping into the role of relaunching the Status Market in Design. So she yes. wears many hats at Status for me. I do, and I love every second of well, it. Thank you. I do. I thank do. you. We love it's having so rewarding. you. I love it. All right, so y'all teased this hot off the press, uh, this uh, bit of news. This is not good news. Uh, Don't well. even. Okay, so yesterday uh, you texted me, and she was working with someone who had come in the store, a customer, and the customer picked out a ton of furniture, right? Yes. I'll let you finish it. it. Well, this was a, it took about four hours. It was a four-hour just design consult. Mm-hmm sitting there you know picking their brain because they want mid-century modern but they like farmhouse and we've got to marry them together so we finally 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 found something that the mother-in-law loved that the daughter-in-law loved and the son he was all about it <laughs> i'm like oh Jack well, he's in an awkward Potts, position he had right. to agree with everybody he did yes. and he came back with oh my goodness i love it i'm like hot dog we've got it so i email the sales rep should I say the, the we name? We have to. We it's have not, to. It's not Here a it is. Um, it was through Stanley. Stanley, Stanley Furniture. Furniture. Okay, so hold on, Derek. If I say Stanley Furniture, does anything come to mind? Like, do you do you know that brand? I do know the brand only because I've been with you to High Point, and right? I've also been right? with you Stanley's to Stanley's at High Point, right? To the yeah. market mart here in Atlanta. Mike's nodding behind your head, my producer Mike. What are you not? You know Stanley, Mike, as a furniture brand? No, I know him as a tool manufacturer. Nope, not the tools. Not that. that is different. Yeah, Stanley different. Furniture in the world of design and furniture, they've been here forever. Ever. I mean, these are this is one of the staples in mm-hmm. the furniture industry. What I think when I think of Stanley is traditional look solid furniture made in the usa mm-hmm. just a real uh, super solid usa furniture oh, almost a go-to ashley bassett uh, no higher in the higher ashley. oh really okay. yeah mm-hmm. oh yeah just but but american quality based. american made uh-huh. yes just just a real i don't know i just think of stanley furniture as just this really nice quality when people hear that name it's like they know they're getting a really well-built well-made piece of furniture right so i emailed the sales rep for stanley and I, I need pricing can you get it to me asap they're ready, they're willing, they're able, right? Um, I wake up this morning to an email and all it said was, Stanley is out of business and has been since March 31st. Yeah. And has not told us. Um, my other, my interior design manager <laughs> yeah. at the firm, Jane, has Stanley on order that she has so since they're October. pending orders. Oh, they will, they, they, they will they not They responded. They if you have anything on order, oh, forget it. Wow. D- didn't even tell us. No, no notice. No nothing. Just close the doors yeah yep. that's awful Done. i know so now i've got to go back and and see if there's money there because normally well if, sure. if an order goes in so does a check right so yeah. that just fell in our laps this morning but it's it's very deflating i mean again tiffany just Absolutely. spent four hours picking out stanley right. furniture jane's got an order and customers for a were client. expecting yeah, this and customers are expecting. and i get it i mean i'm in I own my own businesses. I understand that this kind of stuff happens. It's just deflating, and it's Stanley. I mean, I this know. is like a, this oh, is a big I hate one. it. This is a biggie. So mm-hmm. in the interior design world, we took a little blow this morning right. finding so that out. Make so. sure you check your orders if you have any out there because oh, – I know. Well, I was not it's, going down that path. I know. I was just asking out, about so. the the other orders that I know with the pandemic, there's been a shortage of things. There have been mm-hmm. things that are on delay. back order, mm-hmm. a substantial delay, the Chinese tariffs, not to get in that, but yeah, there were tariffs 
dealings with tariffs with us in China that mm-hmm. have prevented a lot of merchandise that used to flow very quickly from there is not coming. It's it's different. We were pricing things. What day? Th- just this week, Monday, we sat there yeah. and we were pricing furniture. Both of us had laptops and we're doing... And we were, you know, running it through our matrix. And I went, what? No, I don't understand. Why is this so expensive? Mm-hmm. And it was the tariffs. Yeah, like, we have to add this mm-hmm. percent just for nothing, just yeah. because we can't get it. It's like, and that trickles down, right? I can't eat China's tariff out of my profit. Right. That doesn't make any sense. But, you know, <laughs> clients don't want to either. So, <laughs> I don't know. That's one way to put it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Well, anyway. with that being said, let's transition to today's. Let's do. Let's, let's get do to today's, today's show. show. So if, you, if you're if you listening for the do's and don'ts of blending, you just got a whole interior design lesson. You <laughs> never right. know what you're going to get with Status yeah, Life with Lita. Business lecture, whatever else you want to throw I'll in I'll throw it all in the pot. All right. So today we're doing part three of the do's and don'ts of blending a family. Yes. So before we do part three, do you want to go back and recap a couple of things or some of the things from the last yeah, I think we should. Let's go ahead and set up today's show with where we left off from the last show. So if you're just catching this one, uh, we're going to give you all brand new tips today. Uh, so go back and listen to part two. And then you can go back and listen to part one. Part one was what to do. And I'm not going to recap all that because I did that in part two. So part two, uh, we started on the don'ts. And let me just preface all this. This is heavy. Like this mm-hmm. is even writing this and we're digging into these stories and I'm, I'm, you know, doing my homework and talking to a lot of people. Like, what was your experience? What was your experience? This is, this is not a lighthearted subject, right? This is hard. I mean, mm-hmm. these are painful memories for people. And so we're trying to give everyone the tools. If you're going through this, if you're going to go through this, if you have been through this, you know, again, take these as true do's and don'ts. Um, But with that being said, let's go through the top of the list. And this is what we covered in the last show. Uh, The don'ts of blending a family. Don't talk negatively of the other parent or their partner. And I know that's real easy to do. Um, We dug deep into some examples and some different things. So again, go back and listen to part two. Don't push the kids to like the other person. It is their choice. Just because you like someone does not mean that they have to. And when you say the other person, you're talking about somebody in a relationship with their mom. Yes, that's what I'm referring to. Absolutely. And you know what? It could also go to the stepkids. You know, they may truly like the person. But that person probably comes with children. And that in some of the research I did this week, I was just talking uh, to someone through my store and they said that was a real challenge because they're watching friends. They're not divorced, but friends are. And all the new, I don't know if they're married, but all the new step siblings don't get along because they're older and they're teenagers. And that's harder to blend than mm-hmm. necessarily when they're little. So Creates that can be dynamic. a real challenge, yes. Uh, don't ignore the kids' emotions. It's their life too. So if you're seeing them act out or become withdrawn or, you know, it, what do they say? Negative attention is it's, the same as positive mm-hmm. attention. So if it's you're starting attention. to see any kind of attention, like pay attention to mm-hmm. your kids. Do not think this is going to be easy, even in the best of scenarios. The Let's say you had a great divorce, even if that's a thing. I'm not certain if that can be. I'm saying cordial. Um, a great post-divorce relationship. There you go, Derek. The attorney at the table has got better <laughs> lingo. Um, Purportedly. I was just I, thinking personally <laughs> about my situation, having a very cordial divorce, still being connected to my ex. His name is Brian, and we're still very good friends. 
it's still not easy, right? It right. still has its challenges. Tiffany, you're in that situation with your ex, Jason. Yes. Very cordial. You guys get along great. You do great co-parenting, but it I takes don't think work. you would use the word easy. No, absolutely not. Right. I mean, there's there's constant conversations and working through obstacles together, but it, it is work. It is work. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. uh, the last one, and this is where we left off. Don't push your feelings about your spouse's partner on your child. So this is saying they have gone into a new relationship and you don't like that person. You cannot project that onto your kids. They have to have their own relationship with your spouse's partner. So it's really almost becomes sort of a hands-off situation and, mm -hmm. you know, and I think in the last show we talked about some where I would want to jump in and protect. And I mean, I, I know the examples that we gave. Um, I remember the one that's come into mind of someone who was saying, but they uh, are really putting my daughter through the ringer and she has a hard time when she's at the stepmom's house and the dad. And, and I feel like I can't say anything. You know, that just has to be, even though she's going down like a sinking ship over there and but um, where I would want to jump in and protect my daughter mm -hmm. and say something. Um, she's really trying to be hands-off, which is probably the correct way. So Very organic. Well, and Tiffany's on the show, too, with a different perspective than just you and I. You and I have the perspective of parents that have gone through a divorce. But hers We was don't have the pers perspective of parents that went through a divorce. No, we are parents that have gone through divorce. I'm sorry if I okay. misspoke. I'm sorry. I'm saying two different things. We, we are, are parents, parents who yes. have gone through a divorce. But our parents right. are and not Right, and that's divorced. what I was going to say. Okay. Is Tiffany's perspective was a child parents went through a divorce as well as a parent now mm -hmm. who's going through a divorce. Right. Mm -hmm. She has both perspectives, so, which is interesting, mm -hmm. you know, because we even in prepping for the show and sort of going through some of the questions, I went, well, wait a minute. I don't know how that feels. That's it. I can never truly know how my kids feel. Mm -hmm. Right. Absolutely have no concept of what it feels like. Well, let's dig into the first don't of today's show. Um, well, why don't you take that one? Okay. So the first one that we want to talk about, the holidays are very impactful, right? We all know that. Mm -hmm. Ugh, this mm -hmm. one's hard. This one's hard as a divorcee. Even if things are settled and you've been divorced a long time, kids always want to be with their whole family at the same time. That is just inherent, I think, for any child. So going back and forth is hard, even in the best circumstances. So the don't really is, don't ignore that. Don't, you know, try, try, try as best you can to try to to have the holiday together, right? right? The do would be just do acknowledge that that is truly what your kids want, even if they're not articulating that. Having everyone in one room, sharing a meal, sharing, you think of Christmas morning or Thanksgiving. For my kids, they even want Halloween. Mm -hmm. They're younger. They want dad there. They want him to see their costumes and taking the pictures. And it would be very easy to leave him out and just want that for myself. So the don't is do not exclude the other parent if magic of the holidays, right? That Christmas, but kids, man, that's, it's always there. It's always there. So that's when you sort of you put yourself on the back burner and try to still keep that magic alive for the child even if that means having your ex come over for you know opening christmas mm -hmm. on or opening presents on christmas day or 
you know, offering a plane on Thanksgiving or even like Jason and I, when we take, we'll get on the golf cart and we take her trick or treating, right? Because that's special for her. Yeah, exactly. Well, I'm going to put you on the spot. Yes. So as your parents divorced, were you young? How old were you? I I was 10. I knew we mentioned it last show, Mm -hmm. but I couldn't remember. So did you have to do Christmas morning with one parent and then the other parent or did they ever try and no 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 because he moved right yes um she moved i moved well right right, yeah yeah, you and your mom moved that's right yes so it was typically one holiday with one parent and then uh, there'd be for instance i'd have thanksgiving with one parent christmas would be divided um which has impacted me to this day because i hated it that was one thing you know and we were talking about this before the show having to you know, pick out one thing that you got for Christmas and that was going to go on the road with you. Everything else had to stay at mom's house or dad's house and nope, not happening. So we'll do Christmas together and anyone who wants to see my daughter, you're coming to the house Mm because this, we're going to continue to make this such a special time for her. But it was, I absolutely hated it. But then because I also longed and I felt with my parents knowing that one parent wanted to see me, one parent had to leave me. And yeah. I'm still wanting to be yes. with both. It was it was very sad. That's hard. It's it, supposed to be the happiest time of the year. It and is. as a child. Mm-hmm. And you're getting pulled in different directions. Right. So I definitely think, and I didn't go through that. Our, my parents are still married to this day. We just celebrated mm-hmm. 50 years. So again, every holiday was under the same roof. And um, I just, I, I can't imagine, but I hear that. And it makes me always want to do it different for my kids. Right. Again, I think I've been really blessed, but... Yours was not, that was not your situation. Derek, your divorce was, was more, yes, but especially with the kids, things were not um, ever done really in a blended. There were very few times over the course of many years where we had a Christmas morning together, a Thanksgiving meal together, but it was extremely rare. It was not the norm. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it was difficult because sometimes the plan would be made for her to come join my kids and me because my kids were with me all the time and something would happen a day or two before the Christmas morning uh, get together or the Thanksgiving meal and you you just were angry about whatever the situation may have been but like we said you kind of had to suck it up because mom's coming and you had to put on a happy face for the benefit of the kids Um, and kind of struggle through the day sometimes and it was difficult, I know, for, for me, but I'm sure for them it was happy to have both there. But they still felt like they were probably on pins and needles, mm-hmm. knowing full well that there was anger and frustration and venom is a good word to use as well. So, you know, it's, it's tough to put myself in their shoes. I can't. Right. I will never know what they were feeling. There's and I, no way. I think it's really important just be you know going through that situation as a kid right and then working through that with jason my ex you know there was a relationship between he and i before collins was there that's what made collins right and so you you kind of or at least that's what i've done is think about that and be like you know what at one point we were cool Right. right. Let's right. keep it like we that. We liked each other we a little bit. We really liked each other, you know. <laughs> At least Let, a little. <laughs> right. So we can, we we made it through that. You know, there's no reason why we can't make it through a holiday and it be happy. Right. Sure. Yeah, so. Absolutely. All right. Well, Lita, you took that one. Tiffany, I'm going to let you take the next one on our list. Okay. Um, 
don't discount your ex's feelings because it's hard for both the kids and the parents. I think that's so incredibly important. And that's one thing Jason and I, I must say, are great at because we'll even do um, a drive-by during the week if Collins is with me. And I know that Jason's been at home for a couple days and I know he longs to see her. Shoot, we'll hop in the car and surprise him over there so he can well, spend a nice. couple days. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. I mean, come on now. I just moved out of a neighborhood for two and a half years, and Jason and I were nine houses down from one another. Right. <laughs> okay? So I could hear her say, good night, Mommy, if she yelled it outside. Right. Just because we have Aww. that kind of relationship. I know. Um, I miss that. We both do because we could see her. She could see both of her parents every day. Um, so now, and this is another good point. I feel like you must be intentional. Mm-hmm. right yeah. just for that's the kids good, sake. yes that's a great word and great yes. way to say it absolutely um, mm-hmm. and so yeah and jason will do the same if they're over you know if he's playing cornhole at tannery row down the street and collins <laughs> is with them they'll pop on by now she wants to see the puppy i think a little bit more than her mommy but that's okay i'm fine with it i'm fine with but it but it's a puppy but I mean, it's a yes. puppy i mean it's yes. just real cute so um but yes being intentional to it to be there and understand the ex's feelings too and the kids because collins loves it if she can just pop by and see the other parent i think talking about the ex's feelings i'm going to use an example of all right so think about the ex and sometimes this is really difficult like let's talk about a situation it's not my personal one but let's talk about a situation where the divorce is not amicable uh one there's an affair involved or there's fighting i mean there is a lot of people who get divorced for a lot of reasons that i don't sit in that pocket so let's talk about a real hostile divorce and that's when the other parents or the ex's feelings it's going to be more challenging to think about them because you're mad at them right there's going to be a lot more hostility oh yeah use the word venom venom is a good one serious you know you still think about that in let's say i'll talk about disney something that would be a really magical time in a kid's life right so we're going to take the kids and we're going to go to disney world or, or anywhere that's a real special thing or maybe it's their first car or it's something that one parent really gets to do and the other one is completely left out maybe it's on their own accord maybe it's not but that still hurts them mm-hmm. right it's in it on some level because that parent is hurt and left out and not there that is going to hurt the kids so we're saying be protective of the parents but because on some level the kids know they feel guilty they feel upset um so just the intention just mm-hmm. really trying to be intentional mm-hmm. about of course if you go to disney you're going to want to plast it all over social media but being intentional and knowing that the other parent's going to see it even if you don't like the other parent or you know just it's going to hurt well it's i can also hurt. speak to the fact too that the kids in that situation many times start feeling bad for the parent that's not involved right. in that trip are not involved in that special memory so it's their um i don't know sometimes it's their move and they'll call the mom or the dad that's not there and you know a snapchat or not snapchat uh, what do you call it a facetime, FaceTime. Fa- thank you facetime so that they can say hey i'm here i'm having fun wish you were here um you know so it'd be tough on that parent that's not there to have that facetime call but it's also the kid reaching out and longing for mm-hmm. a connection right. with a parent that's not there absolutely so that kind of goes both ways there yeah well i'll do the next one all right what um, you got I'd say make sure you have their back there first. And when I say their back, I mean the kids. They are first in this. 
if uh, your new partner doesn't respect that, well, maybe they're not the right person for you. You have to realize that the kids were there first and they are that important to the uh, person you're now blending with. I don't think it's a maybe. I think if they don't understand that and they don't respect that, that's where there's no other way yeah. you're done. Mm-hmm. You know, the kids have been with you and they're going to still be with you and they will always be with you. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what age they are. I think if they're grown kids or there's issues or especially with little kids, you know, they take so much time and attention from either parent. Um, you know, if you're just in a relationship or let's say you're divorced and you're dating and, you, and as a female, you're seeing all these guys that want to date you, but they don't show any interest in your kids, then then they're probably not going to be great stepdad material. Well, I, I actually have a physical reminder of that on my body. So I got the and sign on my wedding finger. And that stands for Tiffany and Collins. Oh, because if if it ever happens where I was going into and going to get married Mm -hmm. again, that person marries me and Collins. No ifs, ands, or buts, and they're going to know it from the jump. And I get so many questions. What's the and sign for? Well, me and Collins, because we're we're a team. And if you if you don't want to be a part of this team, that's on you. That's that's a great way to put that it. That is. Mm-hmm. I love that. I didn't mm-hmm. know that. Yeah. I love it. I get, I didn't know if you necessarily like showing tattoos at work, so I keep it oh. <laughs> covered up <laughs> with my ring. But, yeah. <laughs> so I try to be respectful at work, too. But, yeah. So you can't She see will it, like, be riding you up when you I get know. Back. I was going to say, dang it. We do Body art is not allowed. I know. Yes. <laughs> well, I, um, I will speak to our blending, and I think it's great that um, your daughter, she's nine. Do we mm. say the name? No, sure. no, we don't say that. Okay, so she refers to me as her BFF, mm-hmm. and has for a long time. I know they. You have a great relationship with her. I don't know why we can't say her name. I guess we can. I don't know. Well, whatever. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, she does. She absolutely adores you. It's really cute. She couldn't wait to show. She got new shoes yesterday. She's growing like a That's weed, a and she just wanted to show Derek her new shoes. And you were in the shower, and I'm like, no, no, you can't go. You know, <laughs> right, right. We're not. No, <laughs> and so, but my point was, she was like dancing around the kitchen like come on come on and then you came out just you know hey good morning saying goodbye to everybody and you would were reading something and she was just still like pay attention pay attention you know and I was like Derek whatever you're doing put it down and look at these shoes she just wants to <laughs> show you amazing. so that's a really She's, cute little blend a big you know day. yeah it is and and yes when you're nine shoe day is a huge shoot, day when you're 40 so shoe day is a that big is day. true I know <laughs> I mean so no, I mean definitely that is. She wants to be first. She wants to be first with him, with me. Um, you know, it's just it's really important. So that's definitely a good one. Make sure you have their back. Make sure that whoever you bring into your life has their back, because they're going to know it. They're going to feel it. And if they don't feel it, then they're instantly you're you're putting up a wall and you're putting up um, something painful for them. Well, you don't want them to feel less important to their mom or their dad that you're dating. I mean, in our situation, I'm dating you and we're now together and and living together. I don't want them to feel like to you, they're now less important because you and I are together. Right. And that's a, that's a, that's a big, sometimes it's tough for people, but I think ours has been a great situation. I think we've blended very well from that standpoint. Um, All right. We got time for one more and then I've got a question. uh, Yes. So you do the uh, next one. A listener question. Okay. So the next one was. This is tough, and you're going to give this one to me, and I'm the one that put this on the list, but it's don't 
show them and that would be your children don't show them stress okay so if you're going through a really tough situation you're going through the divorce keep the stress at bay because all that's going to do is make them stressed and i am not great at this i wear any emotion on my sleeve so when i'm happy well, everything is great and mom's this big fun personality but I don't think I necessarily carry work stress home, but I would carry personal stress. And so I have to take my own advice on this and give everyone listening. You just want to try to get through things with grace, find somebody else to vent to, find somebody, whether it's you, you go the therapy route, which I recommend, you go a uh, pastor, a family member, someone you love, someone you trust, friends, I mean, girlfriends, guy friends, like just really try to not put that on your children. That is not their place. Mm -mm. If you're going through the divorce or even if you're through the divorce and it's a different situation, you don't like, which we've already covered, the person's new spouse or financial times are hard. Like it, there's a million things that you're gonna go through. Just try to not put it on the children because they will feel it right mm -hmm. I said last uh, the first or second episode I truly don't feel like there's resilient right there's this blanket statement people oh kids are so resilient I'm sorry they're not they're not they will feel all of this and they will carry it we're sitting here talking in studio before the show Amanda's here uh, producer Mike's back here every single one of us have something with divorce and it has stayed with us our entire lives, mm -hmm. right? And so it never goes away. And so that's my two cents on do not show them stress. Anyone extreme, else want to add to that? Extreme stress for mom or dad in front of the kids can lead to stress, like you said, for them, that can also lead to anxiety mm -hmm. and even more severe depression and those kind of things that will kind of stem from wearing too many emotions um, on the inside and as a child not knowing necessarily how to deal with it. And that's difficult. You use the word, Tiffany, magical. Mm -hmm. And I like that. And I like being intentional. We'll use that one, too, about keeping that magic for mm -hmm. them. Right? They're going to have enough stress. I mean, kids are growing up earlier now with all the social media. They're not kids as long, even as we were. Mm -hmm. And Derek's older than all of us, as long as he was. Yeah, you well, know? No, no, <laughs> Micah, thank you. Is there somebody in here that's older than me? I was going to say, Mike's over there with a smile on his face. So I, I think you lost that one, too. Maybe he, he has me beat. I tease him. I can tease. I'm a young pup compared uh, to well, him. Well, so. wisdom comes with age. Okay, so there you there go. There is that. Okay. All right, do our listener question. Yeah, let me go ahead and get to that, too. We do have a question that came in from a listener, um, and I'm going to kind of preface this with what she wrote. It says, I've been following the series regarding divorce and the do's and don'ts of blending a family. My husband and I are divorced. He is the one that left, but I am being blamed for our kids, or sorry, by our kids, rather, for the divorce. So the husband left. The kids are with mom, but yet the kids are blaming mom for the divorce. So she writes, how do I handle this? And then the final part is uh, my kids range in age from five to 10 years old. She says they are very angry with me and acting out more frequently. Mm. That's tough. I know. And thank you for listening. And thank you. Thank you for writing in a question. And, and let me just do a little sidebar before we dive in. If, if you are listening and you have a question, hang to the end of the show because we'll we'll give everyone um, the how to how to submit. All right, Tiffany, you want to take the top of this one? Sure. I think it's very, mm, she's definitely, I think, shielding, right? Sure. That was the word. Yes. Yeah. Right? Yes. And I I 100% get that because as the, ki you know, 
age range you should have appropriate conversations per the child's age and we we touched on that the last show um between five and ten you know what uh they don't they're kids so they don't get that answer yet you know dad's not here i understand that you must be feeling sad or angry and it's okay i'm here and if you want to get mad at mom if you want to be upset with me i get it it's fine i would jump into an empathy role and uh, um get down to their level of i understand mm-hmm. i'm sad he's not here too right i'm not going to wallow in it but i definitely would make the connection yes mm-hmm. you know I, I know you're hurting because i'm hurting too so we're going to get through this together and team. just acknowledging their pain and letting them know that you're feeling it um, I, I am not a therapist. This is this is how I would handle the situation as a divorcee. Well, we're not. None of us are therapists, but right. we've had real world experience. That's right. I'm speaking from and experience. there's a ton of knowledge gained. From oh yeah, that. absolutely. But I think that that might. Sh- it's not going to shield the acting out where their pain is directed towards their dad. Right. But if the blame is falling on mom, and and she is right to shield. I'm with you mm-hmm. on that, Tiffany. I don't think that five to ten. If she had said five to 15, we may split the answer and say, I think you need to take that. And we can talk about this. We need to take that 15 year old because there is a point where these conversations need to happen. And at that age, potentially they start understanding real world issues. And I can say uh, my kids were four and seven. So they were not not quite that five to 10 year old age, but they're right there at it, four Mm -hmm. and seven years old. And I can't explain affairs. Mom was gone. I can't explain, you know, not on my part, but I can't explain what that meant to a four-year-old or a seven-year-old and why mom's no longer there and why, uh, you know, other issues led to the kids being with me full-time. I I can't explain that to to kids that age. And it was very difficult, absolutely, extremely difficult, because I would shield and kind of what she's written. There were times where I felt the kids were acting out almost as if they blamed me because Mm -hmm. mom was no longer there, even though mom had made her own choices and was living a life as a result of those very bad choices that had been made. Mm -hmm. But there's so, I mean, there's only so much you can tell a young child that they even deserve to know. They don't need to know, right. The nitty gritty that will come, but that also comes with having a kid, you know, you've got to, you have to keep that, separate fine line the, the, that you there's want. a fine <laughs> exactly. line however much you may want to be like your dad's a slime ball uh you can't do that no right no, because that's can't. still their dad right and you just and you you, you need to pivot and, and i'll also say this there are times too where you don't have to say anything no you don't because they can see and perceive very clearly the the problems that come with a bad mom or a bad dad mm-hmm. that's no longer in the picture So let's take this a step further. Um, Again, we could talk forever because we're getting close to being out of time. But I want to talk going a little bit further from this question. So she gave us the ages of five and ten, and I hope we gave her some really great advice. I'd love for her to do a follow-up on this and, and tell us what she thinks about the answer. But let's go to the older, right? Because we do, we're saying that there is an age where we think some of these conversations should happen. Um... I just, 
I feel really strongly about this, and this really stems from our situation, Derek, because your kids are older, we're 10 years apart, we're split. And what I saw when I came into the picture was they had this overwhelming longing, but they were told nothing, even as young adults. And so they had so much that they didn't understand that I really pushed you to start having some very real conversations. Um, and I think that's very relevant. And, and thankfully you have for the sake of healing, for the sake of them not understanding. It got to a point where I think they were ready to hear some things. Yeah, and it's not something anybody wants to ever hear about their mom. No, or their, or their no, dad, no, not at all. Whatever the case all. may be. No, and it, it wasn't for that purpose. No, it, it wasn't to slander, but it was to give them the understanding because I think there was a lot of blame, you know. Right, that, as opposed to an appreciation to sacrifices that had been made. Right. So that when one takes the bad route and sees consequences as a result of that, the other has to stay on the straight and narrow to provide food, clothing, shelter, and a warm family environment for the kids mm -hmm. that the other one seems to have just completely eliminated from their responsibility or, or their priorities. One last thing I want to say on this, and this is specific to your daughter. If in, in any situation, this is my advice, no matter how old they are, I don't think you should have this conversation without asking the child or young adult if they want it. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Like mm -hmm. just, uh, and here's where this stems from. So because of the longing, um, I was able to have a conversation with your daughter just a week ago, and she still has a lot of misconceptions. There's still just a, a lot there that you have to unpack as dad. This is not my role, but we worked together and some things had come up. And I said, honey, there's a lot you don't understand. And if you want to know, you should talk to your dad and she basically put earmuffs on and she, and she was shaking her she said I don't want to know I don't want to know I don't want to know so it was the they need to be invited right mm -hmm. she's she's in her 20s and doesn't want to know and and that's okay and we respect that boundary and that was mm -hmm. end of conversation so my point is I, that was really interesting perspective where I said you know what you don't understand um, and if you want to, giving her the path to take and she doesn't want to take it. And that's okay. That's her right. And I also think that talking to the ex about this conversation about the kids, I mean, that was that would be how I would approach it. Be like, all right, Jason, like Collins is asking questions. So I'm going to give you the opportunity. Right. Well, that's that's great for a healthy divorce. Well, if not, I'm gonna be like, look, you better tell her. If not, I'm I'm about to. Right, right. right. But then there's the the unhealthy, venomous divorce where you know there, whether there's truth or not in anything that's said by one side or the other, they're gonna tell the story they want to tell mm -hmm. and put the other parent in the worst light possible, just for the sake of pumping themselves up. And that's when you have to give your kid. That's I'm when on you a pedestal have looking down at mm -hmm. you, even though I may have been the one that made the mistakes or I did this. Right. Or I not, did that. They're not taking ownership in that. They're, that's the right. Way I, yeah, exactly. But I think sure. that, that will all come out in the wash, you know, and that's when you have to look at your parenting and be like, OK, I did. I did what yeah. I did. Yeah. I did what I could do. I did you what see I could who do. You were with and exactly. why right. you're here and mm -hmm. yeah, all, all that comes with it as well. 
Um, there's so, so much more we could talk about. I know, always. I mean, we could do more series. And you know what? If the questions flood in, we will. Um, Ooh, I think. I, <laughs> I do think we need to come off the topic, but it doesn't mean we can't revisit. It doesn't mean that there's not enough here. This is a lifestyle podcast, and I appreciate the questions. We didn't even get to all of them. I do have more. Um, but... Again, we, we can circle back. And so what I would say is just send them to me. Uh, we will keep everything and keep listening and wait for the next on um, maybe, you know, we've we've talked about divorce a lot because that's what that's what blending is. Your chances are you're blending because you've been divorced. I mean, over 50 percent. Well, I think it's an important time, United too, States with the divorced. whole coronavirus thing. There's a lot of divorces that's been <laughs> yes. happening. Too much so, time spent with each other. Too much time stuck, spent, right? Stuck at so home this and, is yeah. pretty, pretty It's either going one way or the other. Good job, Lita. Yeah. Well, okay. Go, uh, having said, we've talked a lot now in response to this question, but I'm going to rephrase, not rephrase, I'm going to reread the specific question. And if you want to sum up an answer and maybe a sentence or two to address exactly what she said, they are very angry with me and acting out more frequently. How do I handle this? I think we've given good answers, well, but mine, do you want to give I, a concise, just a one or two My concise sentence? was still be empathetic, right? That's just, good. Yes. Just if you're empathetic, you're getting on their level, you're showing them that you're hurting just the same as they are, okay? Not sympathetic, where you really get into the depths and you act out with them. Empathetic is I acknowledge you, I hear you, I'm hurting too, I know your pain. And I think that's really going to pivot the pain away from it being directed at you right it can still be there um there's other tools right maybe some children's therapy or or a church group or i mean there's a you know there's a lot of things that that, that are healthy outlets for children that are acting out that maybe she should look into but just in the home on the everyday situation really having that conversation of i get it i get it sometimes that's just what they want to hear i get it and i feel it that's terrific. That's exactly what I was looking for. Oh, well, thank great you. Great answer. That okay. was a great answer. Yeah, I'm impressed now. Man. <laughs> well, before we close, I want you to tell everybody again how to find you and submit the questions and follow the podcast and follow the blog. And Absolutely. Follow the yes, go to your podcast app. Uh, we love ratings and five-star ratings. If you're listening to this and you're following, thank you, thank you. Little plug there, right? Status Life with Lita on any of your favorite podcast apps. I am on Facebook, Status Life with Lita, and Instagram, Status Life with with Lita. So uh, I have a website, which is Status Life with Lita. You can find me there, <laughs> right? Uh, and it's L-E-T-A, even though here in the South, a lot of them like to say Lita. Lita. It is not. It's me. not Lita. There's it's an R Lita. in there. Uh, no, I know. That's what Derek says. It's ridiculous. Um, anyways, so all the podcast apps. But let's talk about the online store, statusmarketanddesign.com. Phenomenal merchandise, all hand-picked, everything on there is our style is the status style is a lot of it is old uh that has been not refurbished but i love like the old corbels oh and i mean all oh, just really cool stuff and then we pair it with some modern botanicals and just just beautiful beautiful stuff 
follow Status Market and Design. If you go to Facebook or Instagram, we are getting ready to bring back the live sales. You oh, will I'm see excited. Tiffany and I uh, oh, really? live and on yeah. camera. Am I going to be doing camera work again? No, maybe. I've been fired. Maybe. <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait a minute. Maybe. We'll have our people call your people. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> no. Let me down um, softly. No, because <laughs> we, we, have, we just have some ideas. Throat. I love it. You know? we're, no, we're thinking, you will not be there. We're thinking about instead of nighttime lives, about doing lunchtime lives. Yes. So, okay. yes. Right. Well, so, that and that's sense. the reason. Mm. Okay. Uh, Derek is a very, very busy attorney here in Atlanta, and getting him at lunchtime is not feasible. But I do need lunch to train the replacement. Lita. Okay. That was lunch br- with Lita. Oh, my goodness. Oh my Hello, God. light bulb. Hello, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Amanda's see. over there. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. So, we have lots of good ideas. Uh, possibly a new store, Status Life uh, with Lita, and the Status Market and Design. But we have the retail stores, too, and it's a big mouthful. So, if honestly, if you Google Status, everything comes up. Mm-hmm. So, go that route. That's great. That's Tiffany, terrific. thanks for being yes. here. Oh, that's really what I was going to say. Thank you. Thank you. I can't wait till uh, next time. That's right. Well, it's great to have you again. <laughs> I'm sure we will have you back in the studio. I know. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much again for joining us on Status Life with Lita, presented by Status Home Design the Status Market, and the Law Office of Derek M. Hayes. Don't forget that you can enjoy any of our episodes anytime by visiting businessradiox.com, selecting the Gwinnett Studio, and then clicking on Status Life with Lita. This program is also available on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, or wherever you enjoy your favorite podcast. Until next time, for Lita Brooks and Tiffany Savage, I'm Derek Hayes, and you've been listening to Status Life with Lita on Business Radio X.